Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Team with Mackie and Abdul. Doesn't feel right, does it? It feel it feels so different to saying students discuss podcast. <laughs> I thought we agreed on it's just still gonna be Tea with Mackie. I feel awkward though because I'm like Tea with Mackie, but then you're also the co-host of some of these podcasts. Mm-hmm. I say some. I've not. I've not even bothered contacting anyone okay. to get a guest on. So <laughs> right now it, it is basically Tea with Mackie and Abdul. Um, are you are you gonna rename it on Spotify? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So introduce it as Tea with Mackie. No. Then. No. Because when I do eventually get a guest, they're going to be like, so where's this Abdul guy? <laughs> where's the main event? Who is this Abdul and where is he? Abdul yeah, it right. represents a metaphor. There's not a real person called Abdul. Okay. You can be like the stig. It, it, it translates to guest. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't Abdul really. But. Latin for guest. And by Latin, <laughs> I mean Arabic. <laughs> Your name's Arabic, that. isn't it? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Cool, yeah. How you been? Been a while. Yeah, it has. It's nearly the end of the year. Since last we spoke, you've moved to Birmingham. Oh, um, that, and that more was, importantly, yeah. yeah. Since yeah, you moved. To, was that more importantly than what? Last time we recorded, you weren't in Birmingham. No, last time we rec- we recorded, I don't think I had a job at all. Since last, time since last we spoke, you're now employed. <laughs> I've had two jobs since. No, then. you did. You did have a job. What was I? You didn't like it. Place? I mean, you've had a job since uni. Technically, you've never yeah. been unemployed. All right, unemployed as in not with a grad job. Not a grad job. Not like a sort no. of career job. Not like, just like a part time sort of thing. Yeah, N- not like what I have now. Yeah, um, and more importantly, you have a better microphone. So it means yes. it saves me a You've lot of work bitching about it. in the editing department. Heavily bitching about it. Because Every you're time. so he used to use his gaming mic on his headset and it, it's not a bad microphone, but it just picks up stupid noises like breathing. I'm hoping like I don't go back to this podcast just like oh fuck. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Might just be the laptop. Nah, th- some, something will change. Like It is definitely the mic. So hopefully going forward, the audio should be a little bit better. I do think it's picking up breathing, you know. Do you think? Time will tell. You've, you've gone to Birmingham. How are you finding it? How's life? What's new? Give us an update. Nothing really. I'm in some software company. That's great. You really sold that well. <laughs> I gave you the entrance and you just... That was so anticlimactic. No, the the main thing was moving out. That, that was the main thing, moving out. Yeah. Going, getting into your own place. That's the main thing. Yeah. Um, Which I've been um, pushing you to do, but you refuse. I'm happy. I'm happy. All right, first. In Manchester. But um, you got a roommate. Is he... Hang on, hang on. Is Manchester, he... you specify it's Rochdale. Don't don't claim to be. No, part no of Manchester, I'm in Manchester. Right? I am in Manchester. Rochdale is part of Manchester. No, no, it's not. Let's skip over this. Um, I control the edit, so <laughs> anything you say after this doesn't. <laughs> um, what were we talking no, no. about? All right, I need fair. a holiday, man. But um, <laughs> I told, I've told you, come Birmingham. That's not. A holiday. Oh, you made me want to cry. Anyway, shall we get on to the main point of today? The metaverse. So, um, 
this is old news now, came out about a month ago, but Facebook changed their name, their sort of parent company name to Meta. Um, and everyone was like, oh my god, no, I'm going to hate it when I have to click on the app and it's Meta. No, it's not the app. Um, Facebook as an app stays the same, but the parent company that owns Facebook and owns WhatsApp and owns fucking Instagram or whatever the fuck. Oculus, do they own Oculus? I think they do. Possibly. Um, they're going to be called Meta because they want to brand themselves. Uh, instead of branding as a social media company, they want to brand uh, as a metaverse company or as a company or in the metaverse space. Company. Yeah, but as a metaverse company because I, I assume that's what it's going to be called going forward. Yeah. Um, metaverse itself is sort of like the internet 2.0. So if you think of the internet being this sort of 2D space that we uh, can get into. The metaverse is like a 3D space. So it involves, you know, VR um, and like augmented reality, which is like your everyday life. But it's got like the addition of your sort of digital experience. Um, So that's sort of what the metaverse is trying to be in. That's sort of what... Um, Mark Zuckerberg was hinting at in his keynote um, that in the future that's what the internet's going to be that's what everything's going to be you're going to be able to um, go into this sort of digital world but then be able to call people like a FaceTime sort of thing whilst you're in that digital world it sounds far off and it probably is a few years off but that's the sort of world they're trying to make Uh, Metaverse itself um, the aim of it is to be open and decentralized internet where your finances are powered by the blockchain now I read up on that and I have absolutely no idea what the blockchain is so I said good old buddy old pal Abdul do you want to take it from here and explain a little bit more about the blockchain so it's basically the same tech that you used to like uh, for crypto and NFTs you know what they are right yeah, so crypto yep. obviously is like your finance on yeah, the Bitcoin. internet, Bitcoin, yeah, Ethereum, that kind of thing. And NFTs work the same way, where it's like you have a block that is verified by loads of different computers, and that verifies that you own something. So in Bitcoin, you own a coin, basically. With NFTs, you own like a painting or whatever or a GIF. If that makes sense. And yeah. That's basically how it works. It's basically a way of verifying who owns what, but it's not verified in a central location. It's just decentralized. So you can't cheat it because everyone has got a copy of it, if that makes sense. What does that mean, like the central versus decentralized? So say, like, we had a, a list of numbers and I said, I'm going to keep it on my USB drive. And then on my USB drive, I changed the numbers and then told and then showed you, oh, this is the numbers on the USB drive. You wouldn't know if I changed it or not, because as far as you know, what's on the USB drive that I have is correct. And that's called the central system. If that makes sense. Kind of, yeah. So basically, I'm the only one who controls it and I'm the one who look af- looks after it. Yeah. Now, a decentralized one would be where say it's on like a shared folder in Google Drive where everyone can see 
who's changed it, everyone can see who's edited what. So there's no way of cheating the system, basically. And then you can relate that to, like, buying property. Yeah, Yeah. and that's the same with Bitcoin. So everyone knows how much money each person has or who owns a certain coin, because you can't just say, I own this much, because everyone knows you don't. Okay, so you can sort of monitor, sort of like how Forbes say, you know, Kanye West's estimated net worth is this. With Bitcoin, you'd know exactly how much he owns. Yes. And you can't, no like billionaire could cheat that or like evade that sort of number. So you couldn't fake, you couldn't. Or or a government even. You could still hide how much money you have, but everyone will know for sure that you've not got fake money, if that makes sense. What do you mean? So I could have like 20 bitcoins in my wallet, in my bitcoin wallet. But when I try to spend it, when I try to spend a coin, everyone will know that I own that coin and they'll be able to tell if I own it or not. So can you can you track each coin? No. And like you where can't it's track been? each coin. But you can o- you can always know who owns the coin. Yeah. I guess you could track where the coin's been. Like let's say you you spent money in something and then that obviously sort of how how it works now, right? You you give a pound to your local yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Shop and then they spend it in somewhere else, and then it sort of has a, its its own little journey. Do you reckon you could do that? Sort of be able to track that journey. When I it wouldn't comes take to it as fact, crypto? but I believe yes. Hmm. That'd be but quite it's cool. basically a verification that makes sure it's all decentralized and no one can cheat the system. That's essentially what blockchain is. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, and then, yeah, just with regards to obviously metaverse applications, um, this one's a bit weird. So, from like the videos I was looking at, they mentioned like um, a virtual world where you can sort of own your own land, um, and they called it like digital real estate. I don't know why you'd want to own your own land, but I guess it's the same as sort of NFTs and like, owning like a. Like a, art. a yeah, owning digital art, which even art, normal art. Well, yeah. So uh, with, with NFT, so it does go deeper than just like a normal GIF. But like, I don't fully understand. Like, NFTs, what do you mean? It goes I, deeper I, I, than a normal. Like, you GIF? can you can like the whole the whole point of an uh, a non fungible token isn't just so that you can buy digital art is so that you can buy a lot more stuff going forward and this is just sort of the start of how nfts are coming about if that makes sense so like everyone's jumping on the trend of art but nfts are going to go a lot more deeper so they'd go into like property that sort of thing where you can oh, own yeah, like, a, like a house as an nft or a car as an nft yeah, yeah in the future yeah, that makes sense. That um makes sense. but everyone sort of it's face value is you're buying a GIF. But let me just put something else to you. Why would you need to verify with an NFT, which, by the way, with so much computing power, is terrible. So in that sense, even crypto is terrible for the environment, right? Considering they want to reduce carbon emissions, why would you go from a perfectly valid land registry system that works perfectly well, where everyone knows who owns what house, why do you need to change that to NFTs? Well, is it not it. more efficient though? 
it's not more efficient it's just like bitcoin's not more efficient than normal money then is it a privacy things a security thing no it's just people jumping on the bandwagon of tech mm. that's that's literally the point of it it's just i think nfts to own property like you say is a waste of time because the like right now there's a perfectly good way that people keep track of who owns what property you yeah. can't just go to tone's house and say i own this property now so why do you need an nft that is very good at verifying who owns something but why do you need that for a house you're asking a good question just not to the right person <laughs> it's the same with bitcoin so it is a bit of a head fuck. right so now this is the downside to bitcoins and nfts and that kind of thing so you know when i said everyone knows so if I'm trying to, if you're, if right now, like if I transfer you a tenner on my bank account to yours, yeah. my bank knows, your bank knows. They both agree that this much money went from mine to yours. Now, say I did a Bitcoin and I transferred 10 Bitcoins to you from my wallet to yours. Every single person has to verify that that's what happened. What do you mean every single person? So everyone who is connected, like, like you said, blockchain, everyone who's connected to it, has to know that you did it it's not just me and you who agree that this transaction happened as in it's it's open to everyone sort of yeah so the processing power it takes to verify that it's just way more but do you do you not think like that's just because we're at the start of everything no it's maybe not think about it it's it's just a waste (laughs) it's just a waste and so you know how they do mining yeah right and people sell it as like all these complicated algorithms you have to solve. It's none of that. All it is, is your computer will keep guessing random numbers until it finds the right one. And it's a pot of luck. And obviously, that's just such a terrible way of like verifying something because you're just wasting power guessing loads of... You're just brute forcing a guess. And that's why, again, cryptocurrency is so bad for the environment because it's wasting... It's literally got to the point where it's like more electricity being used than certain countries do you think there's a good use for like an nft or or crypto right now crypto is solely used by people who want to invest right who are like trying to make money and it's absolutely yeah, amazing absolutely. for people who want to launder money mm. Crim- like the criminal organizations had jumped on it so quickly and like just when like normal banking systems have like they've tried closing off your accounts in like panama like people have been governments have been on the cases of these like offshore accounts and straight away people have jumped on crypto it's just like it's just always catch up as soon as you find one way to stop it oh they find another way and crypto's just like because it's all anonymous and like easy to hide like who owns something yeah. uh, well it's not easy to hide who owns it it's easy to to move money from one place to another if that makes sense i get you because I could start a wallet under anyone's name, right? Put money in that wallet, give it away, and you have you don't have any say on ask finding out who owns this wallet. Because who are you gonna ask? So like, governments can't really track. Yeah, if it's all decentralized, who are you gonna ask to verify who owns something? So then that that could like fuck up with your taxes and everything, really. Yeah, you could avoid anything you wanted to. Mm. Do you not think it's funny as well, like how the art for nfts is just so ridiculous like it's all just apes it's people trying to like put like so say you've got money right 
Now that wants to be, you, you basically, if you do anything with it, it gets taxed. Now if you put money into an NFT and you've paid for it so you know its value because that's how much you paid for it, that yeah. money's safe. Again, it's not down to, it's people say, oh, it's stupid how much are people are paying for. Yeah, but it's just like normal art. Like this art where it's like just rub, like paint splatter on a white canvas and people pay like 40 grand for it. Yeah, Again, so it's, it's to it's to basically move money around in the form yeah. of art, and NFTs are also basically doing the same thing. Yeah. Now, so if 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 they just decide that a piece of art's worth forty grand and pay for it, yeah. then its its value ends up being forty grand or probably higher. Exactly. Depending, and especially depending on who buys it as well. Yeah. You have to understand. I, I, people, I guess that makes sense. People with that kind of money aren't stupid. Yeah. They're not just like. Um, it, like the media sells it as like all these idiots spending two million on the first ever tweet, but that's it's not as simple as that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, I heard that the the ape thing like went back to, do you know like the game stonk shit that happened at the start of the year with like AMC and GameStop? Oh right, shorted. yeah. I think um, yeah. what was the Reddit called? I can't do remember. You I can't remember either. Um, but a lot of like, the memes were like ape strong hold and all that shit and I think that, apparently that's where the sort of the whole idea of um, drawing apes came from was uh, that sort of ape strong thing on reddit I've um, not been on reddit in a long time have you not? it was no. quite funny at the time to be fair when everyone was getting involved in that AMC stuff definitely not us though no we're far beyond that um, <laughs> I definitely wasn't. I don't, even know, I don't even know about it until you just said that. Definitely didn't buy Doge. Oh, I bought that because you told me, and it was a stupid idea. I think I still have some, you know. I, I, I don't know how to withdraw it. So right. I just left so, it. so where we spent the money on Binance, the FCA then said, "Do not trust these guys. They are stealing from you." It's still legal though in the UK. It's not. The FCA have basically no. said you, they can't operate here, but because Binance is an international company, they just operate from elsewhere. Yeah, but you, you, I can still buy stuff on Binance. Yeah, because it's not like China where the government controls what and what you can't can and can't go on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I do need to get my money out of there as quickly as I can. I just need to figure out how to do that. But yeah, no, that's fun. Um, and then obviously sort of going back to that point of the metaverse and being able to um dip into a world obviously it'd be like a vr world but um you could essentially like display your own nfts in like um your own sort of if you buy land i suppose you can make like an art gallery so i mean it, it's, it sounds cool you know the idea of vr um being able to like give you a zoom call and be like an avatar without having to be masked self and be able to meet you without having to leave my room does sound like a pretty cool concept and even augmented reality where i guess i don't i don't know much about augmented reality but i guess it would be more like holograms and stuff i don't know if you know yeah. anything about that i think augmented reality has potential to help people as in you could be walking down the street with like glasses on let's say and you can just say oh what are the directions to this place mm. and it'll just on the glasses it'll just show you like there'll be an arrow in the air essentially sort of like um old school need for speed it's exactly with a little, like with that. a little arrow oh, yeah, exactly yeah. like that 
I see I, why I see augmented reality helping. I don't understand the metaverse. Why would you jump out from the real world and jump into a completely fake world and own land in that fake world? That's that's like saying, why would you spend 12 hours on a computer game? That's people different. will do that's it. That's game. Between people joys. will this do is, it. But he's trying to sell it as like a alternative for working life. But I, I see the sort of... I, I get the working... I, I know what you mean, but I do see the potential in it and I do see it being like a popular... Thing, like jumping obviously it would be VR but jumping into like a different world and being able to meet um, real life people that you know in that world that sounds kind of mad that's basically like you going into COD like the map yeah, but like you're you actually going for. into COD yeah, I think which is kind of mad and you would do it I don't think it. it's a great idea I don't know why I think so you're, you're telling me if you didn't have the chance to do something like that with your you mates, do it you for fun. Do it. You do it yeah. for fun, but it's not a serious concept like alternative to holding professional meetings, which is what you no, was trying I d- to say. I, d- I disagree. I disagree because we've got to that point where we're, we're like hybrid working at the moment. So a lot of people are still working remote. I work remote. So would be going into a metaverse not be more? Um, a better, better form of being remote because instead of just looking at a zoom screen you're actually in a space with people without having to do all the travel and all the unnecessary stuff that you everybody hates doing but but you still will feel like you're not actually there with them yeah because you can never you can never replace the actual feeling of being there exactly but it's one step closer in a virtual at the end of the day like I said metaverse is internet 2.0 it's not real life and it's not you can never replace um, or or even get close to reality but it's virtual reality and that's the whole point of it and it sells itself in that sense because what if if you were given the option of what we have now which is a laptop with a zoom screen or jumping, you know, putting VR goggles on or glasses, whatever it might be. It might end up being like a contact lens in the future, you never know. Putting that on and jumping into a room with your colleagues. Which one would you pick? Yeah, I Genuine guess. question. Which one would you pick? But, obviously, you wouldn't want to do the commute. Yeah. That's the main reason people like working from home. Plus, think about it like this. Commute organizations because obviously like we're, we're thinking a bit too like you know you're in a london office think about people that like you know a company in australia that hires somebody in uh america and then somebody else in britain and then they have a team that's dotted all around the world imagine being in a room with your team without having to leave the country there. you're not you're not what's but the difference it's the closest between... thing What's the difference between being in a Teams call with all those people and being in a metaverse with all those people? Because I think the energy is a little different. I think you can <laughs> stand around. You can stand around. You can move your arms around. But you're there's not more, moving your arms there's around. There's more. You, you are in the in the sort of <laughs> in the space. Ma- you can but move it, your arms it around. It makes a screen. difference. It makes a difference. And I think it's it's more like fluid. And you can you can literally spend like. I assume I don't know I don't know how complex this gets but do you reckon you because from his keynote there's um, a video where he's 
you know, in the metaverse, but then he's got like an iPad or or some sort of device that he's calling someone on. So I assume, you know, in the not so distant future, you could bring a laptop into the metaverse, which is sort of like an inception because it's a virtual laptop in a virtual world, which should be a real laptop, but it's fucked. But I assume you could do work for like two, three hours in a room with your colleagues in that sense and it, it, you could argue that that's more productive than a remote working environment yeah benefits I, I can see it working I definitely see people jumping on it I, 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 I see it being a it. massive hit but not every, I think I don't think it's anyone who's gonna I think Facebook owning it's a bit or meta owning it's a bit why them sort of thing but they, they've jumped on it quick and they want to be like the main sort of this book player in 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 that sense think of it this way right so you've got the big let's say the big tech companies microsoft amazon amazon's not really a tech company but the big companies whatever elon musk is doing and google and then you have facebook right all the others are doing something useful whatever you say about elon musk right electric cars is like i love Elon everything no i don't what the point is he's the point is he's like changed the car industry completely you've got Jeff Bezos who even though he's a bit of a prick he still yeah, revolutionised online shopping did you see the um, Twitter thing with Leonardo DiCaprio what about it <laughs> oh, you're oh like, actually I saw that I yeah saw this that. is the picture yeah. where his wife's like going all over fucking who yeah going like, sort of, yeah yeah <laughs> drooling that. drooling over Leo and then Jeff Bezos just like tweets some shit like it was like a meme thing where it was like I'll push you off a cliff sort of thing <laughs> like, it was like I just want to talk it was funny it's like the most personality I've ever seen from Jeff Bezos alright was that one tweet <laughs> fine enough about Jeff Bezos then let's talk about a different billionaire in Richard Branson and his Virgin Hyperloop, which I think is uh, quite quite an interesting topic to get onto. Um, I, oh, do you know anything you? about Hyperloop, by the way? Oh, I know all about Hyperloop. Do you? Okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. You sound excited. Um, yeah, because I'm going to shit on this as I shat on the NFT idea. Not like, okay. yeah, NFT property idea. Let me first give my shitty explanation on it and then you can right, shit all over it if you want um but yeah virgin's hyperloop essentially it's just another form of sort of transportation um what he's trying to do is make sort of super fast transport so he wants to connect cities in a matter of minutes right and how he how virgin media sort of plan on is it virgin media or is it just virgin it's just probably virgin. just virgin isn't it yeah so how virgin plan on sort of doing that is they want to create these um pods that uh in a, in a tube where um the environment's essentially almost a vacuum and so what that's going to allow for is going to minimize you know your aerodynamic drag within it because there's no air because it's a vacuum minimizes drag so it allows for sort of high speeds um inside a tube they're looking at the pods 
gliding at speeds of around 617 miles per hour. I compared that to like a commercial aircraft. Um, commercial aircraft roughly is about 575 miles an hour. So they're trying to get it basically 90 to 100 miles per hour faster than your local Jet 2 airplane. Which, as a concept, is kind of mad when you think about it. Um, right. It relies on magnets. Um, so it's like magnetic levitation or some, sh- some shit. Which I think they already have in some like trains. Um, but it sort of relies on like a similar uh, concept. And the sort of key benefits they're saying is that unlike a train where it's like a carriage sort of system, you know, you think of like Virgin Media Train, for example. Um, is it Virgin? I don't know. They have so many different names for everything. But it's like carriages right from A to F. With these, the pods, they're not connected. So you can essentially travel anywhere you want. You're not just restricted to... Uh, an English example would be like Manchester to London. You can sort of off course because um, they'll have like systems sort of similar to like real sort of tracks and then they want to be able to sort of carry tens of thousands of people within an hour um, with these pods as well they claim there's zero direct emissions from the pods um, they, the thing with the zero direct emissions is the amount of energy that would probably be required to create an almost vacuum environment is probably going to be damaging enough to the environment in in that sense. And then my, my thing as well is with that sort of tech, maintenance must be such an issue. So if there's a leak on one of the systems, how do you even sort that out? Because, you know, you, you're talking about like a vacuum environment, that, that leak would probably, you know, ruin like a whole week's worth of travel through one of these sort of uh we'll call it rails it, I, it won't be a rail but through one of these lines but that's sort of the downsides of it obviously create creating a vacuum in the first place to the level they want to is probably going to be the the impossible job um but that's virgin's hyperloop in a nutshell and uh, you can proceed to shitting on it all you like now right so you kind of touched on <laughs> my main problem with it which is so think about it if you want to go from manchester to london let's say in a, it has to be a ho- long one long tube, right? That's fully vacuum. Well, not the whole thing can't have a leak. It can be near to a vacuum. Point is, it it can't have any any leak anywhere, right? Yeah. Now, if you want to travel through, you can't have a fail safe where it shuts off at certain places because then you can't travel through. So, if there's a leak, say somewhere near Birmingham, and you shut you the you can close off that section of the um, hyperloop, so to speak. But then you just, that whole journey is just gone. No one can make that journey. Yeah. But I suppose so, you could because you can still get on a train. It'll just be you can't make this sort of that journey on the hyperloop. Oh, oh yeah. You but can still why make the journey. I think this is tailored towards rich people. I don't think this so, is tailored towards middle class. Um, so, well, so you're class. trying to say you want to knock up all these trees, all these houses to make these hyperloops for rich people? Maybe, um, maybe they will. Think They'll, about um, it. So there's two hyper, there's two hyperloop tubes. They have to be close to a vacuum, right? They have to be dead straight. There's, they can't deal with turns very well, right? And when I say rich, f- is it is going to be expensive? 
so but it doesn't matter how rich you are you're not going to knock knock down millions of acres of whatever not millions but whatever thousands of miles of whatever wherever you want this hyperloop to go just for rich people to have one little journey on it even if you were rich after the thrill of the first time and knowing how many times it keeps going wrong you'll just fly everywhere i, d- I don't think mm, actually fl- flying maybe but if then, you're rich, why would you not go fly? Okay, let, let, forget, forget the rich thing, because the rich thing kind of fucks everything up. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably be expensive. But let's say, um, how long was Manchester Piccadilly to Houston Station? Like about three hours or something? No, it's two hours, 15 minutes. Two hours, 15. Was it two hours, 15? It's Are you sure? two hours, 15 minutes. Two hours, 15 minutes. Okay, that's pretty good. And with, um, with, if HS2 gets built, it'll be one hour, 30. What's that? HS2, the new high-speed rail they're making. Oh, the, the new rail, okay. Cool. Um, a Virgin train can go 140. Right. Pretty much its max. So yeah. we're talking about a Hyperloop, which is 670 miles per hour. Right. Which is, I'm not going to do the maths, but it's five times quicker. You're right. good at maths. What's two hours divided by five? All right. Okay. It's let, it doesn't, I'm not saying it's gonna, not going to be faster. It's going to be way faster, right? But let's say you've got a group of one train how many people can you fit on it 200 24 minutes just uh, two hours divided by five no, so no, but my, my point no, before we before we go into that no, my no, point no, I'm is gonna, I'm gonna from from manchester to time. london 24 minutes yeah that is ridiculous minutes, but that's for two people in a pod we don't know if it's two it might it, it, it wouldn't be four a lot people in a pod yeah about about four or five Right, um, so you've but like got I said, there would be multiple now. pods. There'd be yeah. multiple pods, and that they said, and this is quoting them, they want to carry tens of thousands of people per hour, per direction. In so one tube. With so it, it'd be a, it'd be a sense of like you'd have multiple pods going in the same direction from like oh. Manchester to London. So you'd, you'd have them all in like a row. Doesn't that sound almost like a train? Yes, but the point is, it's faster. <laughs> like it's not. <laughs> it, that's like saying, doesn't a car sound like a train? Yes, but it's faster. And no, it doesn't. The cars longer. don't get joined together in a line and go in one direction. No, but multiple cars together on the motorway. No, that's not the same. As that that point. is the same concept. <laughs> it's not the same if, thing if, at all. If fifty people want to go from Manchester to London, they can get on a train, which is they're all in one bit, or right. they can all drive in a car. Yeah, and which is and better? most which likely is better they're for gonna. The environment. Forget the environment. We'll, we'll Which means forget the environment. I'm joking. That's I'm the joking. whole point. Uh, um, the the point is efficiency. It's and not twen- efficient at all. It's the opposite of efficient. Efficient in, in speed, in, in time efficient. saving, and in having right. fun. But um, twenty four minutes. Okay, so you're saying to save all that time, you wanna first of all. If Listen, it goes wrong, th- you have this to is go the back two to options. trains anyway. The, these are the two options, So you have right? to... No, no, no. I'll no, let no, you talk. The, you let me talk now. <laughs> right. So, you're gonna, you can't get rid of the tr- normal trains because if the hyperloop goes wrong, one, one little break in the vacuum, the whole vacuum is just failed. So you have to vacuum the whole thing again, which is, uses so much energy, right? Yeah, so you have agreed. to keep the trains as a backup anyway. Of course. So to save one and a half hours, 
right? That's a long bearing time. In mind, bearing in mind you can fly there anyway, which is already like there's enough airports everywhere to fly people. Not that, not that, saying it's efficient, yeah. but it's probably as efficient as the Hyperloop will be. But I, the, the as environmentally flight, friendly as the Hyperloop will be. The thing with flight is you can't fly everywhere. Whereas what do you Hyperloop, mean you can't fly everywhere? But if you wanted to fly... You're not going to Hyperloop to someone's door, are you? No, but... You're still going to have Hyperloop stations. What's, flights what's so different would only about go to, to like major cities. You can build like airports a, everywhere if you needed to. Yeah, but they're not really, are they? They're not going to do that. There's small airports everywhere. It, it doesn't seem as convenient getting a flight to London. Because then you have to go to the airport. I feel like. Have you Hyperloops, been on a domestic flight? Yeah, well, not a domestic one. There's but, no security on domestic flights. It's but, literally like getting on a train and going. I feel like because there's only one airport. I feel like with hyperloops, they would be dotted around them a bit more. Where you'd have how would two, they have three, it dotted around? Because it, 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 I assume it'd be similar to how train stations are dotted around. Oh, so we're going back to trains again. Yeah, but the point is, trains are a lot slower. All right, so there's two sides to it. There's the so side where railway maintenance tracks, is fucked. Railway tracks, you can put them anywhere. They're quite straightforward to make. They've been doing it for two hundred and god knows how many years. You want to not? You want to make all that useless? Dig completely new tunnels that have that, to be dead straight. They can't turn. Yeah, it's all underground, isn't it? Or is it overground? No. So some people they have to do it above ground because oh, if god. it's underground and there's a leak, it's just infinitely yeah, it worse to repair. Worse. Yeah. So it has to be above ground. So that means you ruin like just about every countryside out there. I don't like the point of we've had trains for hundreds of years and so it's that's that's that when no, you the think thing about is you build on it. You build on it. No, because that's like saying we had horses as And as they our built on it by having cars. That's not but that's this is building on trains. It's not building on trains yes, at it all. Is. It's literally knocking yes, it down is. It's infrastructure. Ba- you literally said that's it's basically already a train. there. <laughs> yeah, but you're knocking down the infrastructure for trains that's already there that you can build on, right? And replacing it with something completely new. So all those railway lines that they've built, which have to be there anyway, are just used less. Think about the cost of Hyperloop. Co- cost is fucked. But Think about the Peak District, it's right? A billionaire so, doing it, not me. So, if you wanted a Hyperloop from Manchester to Leeds, right? Think about the view from the pen, like view when you get a train to, through the Pennines, right now, right? Yeah, but the view would be. And now think about if, it if when it's, it's if the it's Hyperloop. A, if it's overground, unless I, I guess it's a tube or peak, it probably would be right. So it probably no, no, a, they can they can make so it. Make they it can hot. make it like a glass, which is easy. So it breaks easier. Oh, like they could, how can you make okay, it a vacuum? They don't Glass is not thick enough to make it. To they not don't have stop to make it transparent. Yeah, so um, it's going to be basically the London underground. But you're not going to be there long enough to care what the view's like. And realistically, if you get no, hyperloop, you're not there for the view. You're there to get from A to B as yeah, fast. I'm as not you talking can. about the people in the hyperloop. I'm talking about people who live in the Peak District. Okay. When you go for a walk in the countryside, instead of seeing like a nice picturesque view of like greenery you see this massive two yeah. tubes going through it but do you not think that's where the world's going anyway but why would you want the world to go that way but it's it's inevitable not to quote it's Thanos, not inevitable it really is inevitable it's like, not inevitable at all <laughs> think about elon every musk, every sci-fi elon, film right, ever you, you, that's futuristic if, if it was such a good idea why did elon musk give away the give away the pound for free 
Elon Musk's doing his own thing now. Where he's, no, no. He... He's the one who came up with the idea, but he sold the idea as a way because he had a really good system of digging tunnels. Yeah, so he, he like wants to... A really to, good system of digging tunnels. He wants so he to just defeat said, oh, traffic look. by digging tunnels, which... Yeah. I, which isn't, is fine. Is it? Because that's it's literally... Fine. More tailored to rich people, I'd argue. No, I back moving traffic underground. I back it. Because... You want open space. Have you seen his system? Ground. So he wants. It, it wouldn't just be like complete roads. Yeah. So it's individual cars that every now and then, and you just sort of drop. Um, I've seen that. Like yeah, it's video basically. Of it, but he said he's then, not gonna. He's not gonna pursue it. Did he say that? Yeah, that's why he gave away the patent for Hyperloop for free. How long ago was that? When he came seen up with the idea. Because I saw that quite recently, his uh, traffic thing on Twitter. No, no. Basically, so I'm not sure. it's, it's. I'm sorry, but Hyperloop is a stupid idea. It's a it's a good idea, it's but it has a, a lot idea. of drawbacks. Well, no, because that's like saying, look, you ha- you have to innovate because it's the same as when trains first came about. And you think about like the the first flipping trains, they were like um, they run on like coal, didn't they? So it was like yeah. a steamy black smoke ruining your countryside think about the noise as well they used to make with the, like the, the horns and just the, the general sort of um they had that thing on the the wheels like that straight bar and it used to go think about that think about you're you're in your house in bolton or in the lake district and now these trains have appeared that's the same sort of mentality that you, you've got the now train's gone you can't tell the rail tracks are there that's nice thing. No, 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 no. I would. I don't. I don't know if I'd back that because if you think about like Harry Potter, when when they're going through to Hogwarts, that massive railway track that's in the middle of like. I'm a pretty beautiful sure that's scenery. Not real. Yeah. Besides the point in it that it exists <laughs> like that, like railway tricks tracks exist Wait. like that. Right. Okay. And it's not something that you're massively concerned about because it's just such a norm now. But I'm sure back in the day when rails were the sort of new... When rails were the hyperloop of the day, I'm sure they had so much backlash in the same way that you're giving the backlash. But I feel like if you gave it 10 years and they were just the norm, you wouldn't have any issue and you'd probably prefer it um, being there than it not being there. All right, so what would you do about all the railway lines that exist right now? That's not my problem, is it? (laughs) That's that's a, a... uh, when the railway lines were first built, there was no alternative. The point I wouldn't. Is, you wouldn't get rid of the railway lines. So then, what's the point of hyperloop? The point is, it makes everything faster. But it's like no, but that's like saying, um, why is there a tram line from Rochdale to Manchester when there's a train? So the tram. Well, line what stops is the point of the tram line? The tram line stops at local stops, and there's more okay, people well, who can get on in between Rochdale hyper- to hyperloop. Manchester. It's straight there. Hyperloop's more direct than a London. I thought train. you could go anywhere you wanted to. But no, let's let's say in it because I don't I don't control it. But let's say Hyperloop's more direct. That's an advantage. Bear in mind, you can't turn around corners in Hyperloop. You don't need to, to turn around straight. corners. So you're just going to draw straight lines from every major city. Well, not me. All but right, I assume right. that's how it would work. I'm so, sure so they'd you be able said, to do it. You said you can go anywhere in one in one. Um, so like a pod can break off and go in another direction but you can't yeah. turn you have to set so if you're going from Manchester to Leeds 
you have to go all the way to Leeds and then bounce off somewhere else. Well, you can't. It's turn. a straight line. No, it's not a straight line. It, it, it curves is a straight as well. line. No, you can. You curve. can't curve in it. You can curve. Mate, you can't. You curve. can't. You it can't curve because because they've on on their video on YouTube, Virgin Media's Hyperloop sort of breakdown. They've got reels that well, not reels, but whatever. Oh, so we're like back to reels. They've got the magnet things for the Hyperloop, and they show like one splitting, like one pod like splitting off, and it splits off in a curve. Right. So I'm sure you can curve it. I don't see why that would be an issue. Okay. All right. So let's say we've implemented all of this, right? We've tore down God knows how many houses, ruined how many <laughs> fields, right? And you're getting from Manchester to London in 24 minutes. Bearing in mind, you can already fly there in 30 minutes. Yeah. Right? And now you've got train star. By the way, Japan are working. How much, how much does a flight cost to London? Do you know? From Manchester? Probably cheaper than Hyperloop will be. Let me have a look. Go on, what's your point? Finish your point. Right. Japanese trains right now, they're working on, again, it's magnet technology, right? Reduces drag. They go, what's what, what's the speed they're going? I think it was... Oh, they go fast. What are they called? Uh, the new Japanese... It's not like, a, it's not a bullet train, is it? What's it? It's no, it's the newer version of the bullet train. So the bullet train's been... Um, Maglev. Yeah, Maglev, there we go. 603 kilometers which is 374 miles an hour right that's the top speed but their operating speed is 268 miles per hour yeah right okay so so but what did i say before about virgin virgin trains about one manchester to london but that's not that's not a massive jump what do you mean it's half in the time? Like it's, and it's, it's infinitely not half in cheaper time. than Hyperloop because you can you do it on the existing rails. How much what what did you say the speed was? Three hundred? Just under three hundred? No, it's like two fifty basically. Two fifty. Okay. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Pr- pretty much half the time. But so so it's two times faster, but we're talking right. about five times faster. But think about the cost think about of five times faster. And who says they can't improve on maglev technology and make it go even faster? Why not just stay on the existing rails you have and just improve that? But this is this is improving maglev because it's using maglev. No, but just in a in a vacuum environment. Rails. You have to completely build new tracks. That 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 is and knock down loads of different things. Why not? Just but d- didn't you say um, we're creating new tracks from Manchester to London anyway? Is that rail. not gonna? Yeah, yeah, that's that not the issue affect? with high-speed rail as well, because they <laughs> knock down loads of things, which are why people are against it. How about we plant a tree for every <laughs> tree that gets knocked down? There we go. Hey, problem solved. <laughs> Is uh, I, th- I get your point, but number one, I don't think H- there would be no, 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 no. Hyperloop will be good. There wouldn't going be from like Paris to Moscow. That's when Hyperloop's good. For the UK, Hyperloop's useless. No, I think I think there'd be like a one long line that goes right from the south. What what's is Southampton like one of the most southern points, just yeah. below London or something? Pretty much. I think it is pretty much yeah. Brighton. So some something from like south Southampton, for example, because that's that is pretty major as well. All the way up to I don't know what the top of Scotland is, so we'll just say Aberdeen, Glasgow, Inverness. Aberdeen. There we go. One massive just track, 
It would. Right. It probably wouldn't pass Manchester because I think we're Manchester's not. It might pass Leeds because Leeds is kind of in the middle. Um, so it, it'd probably be like a Leeds London, but you can also go all the way up to Scotland. So it'd be like a massive. Your geography like, line. is terrible. Is it no? Because yeah. Le- Leeds. Go f- no, no. So think of the motorways. The M1 goes from London to Leeds. Yeah, but I'm not thinking about motorways. I'm thinking about no, the just drawing a line across yeah. the UK. The M1 is essentially a line across the UK. I know Leeds is more central than Manchester. So it's not. It's not central at all. If if you were to draw a line from the right. bottom of um, England to the top right. of Scotland, it's not a north. It's not a straight northern line. Like oh, it is a bit of a London's diagonal. Like not the central either. London's on the. No, I didn't. I didn't mean London, but I meant like the south of England. Right, and you draw a to the top line of up. Scotland. Yeah, you but it's not. St- it's not a straight line in the sense that it's it's a northern. Like a, a true north line, because you'd miss Scotland entirely in that sense. But it'd cross through Scotland and the south of England. You'd hit Leeds, surely. No, you'd hit Manchester. You'd hit. You'd go through the Pennines. The Pennines are central. You'd go through the mountains. You'd hit Liverpool. Which maybe you'd maybe you'd hit, maybe you'd hit Lee. Maybe you'd hit Manchester. Why? Why would you hit Liverpool? That's on the coast. No, Liverpool's on the coast. Yeah, you're right. Yo, no, I'm looking at a map and it. it, it yeah, no, my my geography is bad. I get mocked about it all the time at work. But um, look, look, if you wanted to go from Southampton, you'd have to go through Birmingham. That's Birmingham this is, is we're getting we're getting way past the point. The point is, you could draw a line from this this most sort of southern point of England. That's like a major town or city to right. one of the most northern points, and then that would be your hyperloop, and you wouldn't need it to extend to Wales. And you wouldn't need it to extend in and around cities and in and around towns like a train station does. It would just be one hyperloop line. So you can't go anywhere. So what's the point of having no? You can't. You can, you can go. Line? You can go <laughs> from London to your nearest hyperloop point, and then go in straight up to north. Yeah. So, so no L- London on a train. Right up to like, <laughs> I've not thought this through, and this is why I'm not going to be hired to. <laughs> no, let's, this is let's exactly stick with London. Let's stick idea. with London. Let's stick right. with London because going to Southampton makes no no sense. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll stick to London. Fuck Southampton off. It doesn't need to be the <laughs> most southern point. It'll go from major city. So it'll go from London up to Glasgow or whatever, right. and it'll pass through Manchester right. or Leeds, depending on which is a bigger. Probably it'll Manchester. Be Manchester. Right, so it'd go London, Manchester, Glasgow, and then if if anything is it with, probably it, it probably would just be those three. Yeah, and that would be your hyperloop. You could go through Birmingham as well. I don't think you'd even need to go through Birmingham because it's how long? Actually, you know, London's quite far from Birmingham. Fine, you can go through Birmingham. Right, that would be your line. So it'd just be one sort of. Obviously, it'd, it'd curve a little bit to sort of match the sort of geography of the UK, but that would right. be your line. You wouldn't need to go anywhere else. And so in that sense, there wouldn't be a huge amount of um, chopping down trees because it's just one line, whereas railways in general go through every town and city pretty much across the UK. All right, so if you're a guy going from, let's say, Brighton, which is outside London, to, I don't know, Liverpool, how much time would you save with the Hyperloop? I still think you'd save a fair bit of time. Let me. You okay, let's. You have to go from Brighton to London, then get onto the Hyperloop, 
then go to Manchester, then get off the Hyperloop and go to Liverpool. Yeah, but how... How much time do you think you'll save? Compared to if you just got a regular train. Brighton to London takes about an hour, so that's not really great. Brighton to Liverpool takes eight hours. What, driving? No, on, on the train. Driving's no. different, but on, no, on no, the check train... properly, it's not going to be eight hours. Yeah, because you go, you, go <laughs> you go from Brighton to London, and then you go from London to Manchester, and well, then you go from Manchester to Liverpool. What's the wait times between stations you're looking at that is eight hours? I mean, it might be the timing, because it is 9.30. Okay, yeah. so let's do... Do it 8 a.m. Sat- Saturdays are a good day. Saturday a.m. Or 7 a.m. or something. Find route. Yeah. Yeah, it, it probably isn't. Okay, three hours forty or right, four there hours. There we go. Three, three, <laughs> three hours forty to four hours. Right. Okay, that makes sense. But you still have to go to London. <laughs> yeah. So you. So, this is the point. Okay, so it takes three hours forty to four. Let's just call it four because I can. Uh, three hours forty is a head fuck. You have to go right. to London. Right, which is an hour. From London, you can. Uh, as yeah, it was about an hour. So that's an so hour. You still have to spend the hour London to go to London. London to Manchester is 24 minutes or so let's call it half an hour so that's one right. and a half hours right. and then Manchester to Liverpool is about about half an hour it's not half two hour. hours it's, 40 it's about half an hour it's 40, 40 minutes okay but I said 20 minutes for 25 roughly like we're talking rough it doesn't make yeah, 10 minutes here and there doesn't make a difference 40 minutes is rough fine minutes 40 minutes two hours 10 minutes versus three hours 40 or four hours 10 well, four hours seven. Right. So you're still saving roughly two hours, or just and under you think two that hours. That justifies building a whole hyperloop for people that want. Bearing to in mind, it'll fail very often. But the thing is, right? I think as as I think the benefit you you made it very awkward because you made a guy go from Brighton to Liverpool and that but and that's what that's what I mean trains can account for awkward journeys like that they can but it number one it still made it a quicker journey for that individual right. but number two the better thing I think is if you're in Manchester and you want a job in London and you want to commute to London but you don't want to pay London prices it would make more financial sense to live in Manchester but be able to travel on the Hyperloop every day and get to London obviously the how, issue how is if it breaks do down you you're fucked will live within I think that would be a great idea I think of, of well how many people do you think live within a 10 minute commute of a Hyperloop station no but that's that's if if you if you live so, in so Manchester like if, if you wanted to, if you lived in Manchester and you wanted to commute to London for work but your both your work would have to be next to a hyperloop station, and both your house would have to be next to a hyperloop station. No, because I. But what there's only three is, stations, so it doesn't make what, any sense. What I'd argue is, I worked in Stockport, so I had to get. And to it was Manchester. a ball lake getting there. It was it was a ball lake, but I had to get to Manchester, and then I had to get to um, Piccadilly. So the Manchester Victoria, Piccadilly, and then Stockport. This would be right. a sort of similar okay, thing, okay. but let instead just, of Stockport, you getting to go to London. Point. And I feel like it would be let me close make to my central. Point. Let me make like my it'd be point. near Piccadilly. But yeah, go on. The world's moving towards hybrid working. So let's just skip the Hyperloop and go into the metaverse. No, so <laughs> it's, it's moving towards hybrid working. People aren't commuting as much. 
Why spend all this money on a system barely anyone's going to use? No, lots of people would use it, I'd argue. Why would they use it? You've got trains if you really need to commute. But it's the same thing. If if I want a job in London, let's say let's say I get a job in London, but you're going to be working more. from home tw- three times a week or four times a week. Yeah, but this is the thing. If they don't give you the option to go well, fully remote, but it's like a fifty k job compared to something in Manchester that's only thirty k. Listen, listen, right now you'd, people who you'd aren't have offering the option, you'd have the option. Whereas right now you don't have the option unless you were to stay there. Yes, it does. That's that's all life matters about is the options. We have easier options. That's the whole point of Hyperloop. (laughs) Companies who aren't offering hybrid working right now or flexible working or part-time working are struggling to fill their vacancies because people aren't taking the shit anymore. But that, that's completely besides my point. Is that's that what I'm saying? You is you don't job, need that high speed thing because no one's going to use it. Of course, you don't need it, but that's the same as saying you don't need a okay. lot of things. You don't need right. tram lines. Okay. It's not you required can, for the benefit of the economy the of the United Kingdom of Northern Ireland. I think it would help the economy. <laughs> the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland does not require <laughs> high belief. <laughs> and actually, what you could do as well is. Um, from Manchester, you could build it to Northern Ireland. Why would you want to do that? From London, you could build it from France. Although I don't think you probably need to, to be fair. But probably be a ball to maintain. I used to think you were smart. I realised you're just an idiot. Why? Because I don't agree with your point. No, because you back the Hyperloop. <laughs> I back it because I think it's a good idea. It's I just think a there's a lot idea. of early issues Look, that would right. have to be dealt with. There's many physicists who are wrong about things. <laughs> I think you're one of them. <laughs> Ever met a mathematician who was wrong? Listen, Richard Branson's no. developing the idea, and he's one of the richest people. No, now, so a mathematician can't it. be wrong. I, I don't know what you're talking. You've completely sidetracked yourself. But <laughs> listen, I back it. I think it's great. Personally, I think metaverse is a better shout because you know, forget hybrid environment. You can literally, without having to get on a hyperloop, you can meet people within an instance within a billionth of a second or something ridiculous right but as a technology this is actually a good point as well as a technology hyperloop would advance us further um because it's it's more rapid so if you think about we that that could be a technology that propels us into stuff like a a bullet train that goes from uh london to new york or something ridiculous or as an alternative it could help with space travel as well so it could have the advantage of just having that technology would make us a more advanced species going forward if that makes sense what do you think so so, who do you think will succeed first richard branson or mark zuckerberg what in terms of metaverse versus hyperloop yeah go on who do you think will get there first well, it depends because I think the metaverse is such a... Like, he can make the metaverse tomorrow because VR already already exists. Exactly. Whereas Hyperloop is a finished product. And that's product. why metaverse Mark Zuckerberg's isn't. a billionaire and Richard Branson is not such They're a big billionaire. They're both a billionaire. <laughs> what do you mean? No, but that, that's a completely different point because Hyperloop as a concept is a it's a finished product because it's a, it's a physical product. Whereas metaverse, like, he could make it and have it all out by tomorrow. And it doesn't really make a difference because it's a virtual thing. So it's just something that you keep building onto. Have you noticed how Mark so I think metaverse building will come on, 
how do you notice how do you notice how Mark Zucker's building on what's already there and like applying but it? But it's a completely different it's a completely no, different thing. Have you noticed how he's applying it and just making something that already exists and building on it? Whereas this hyperloop's just ripping everything up and starting again. So so hyperloop doesn't build on trains? No, or it doesn't. Maglev trains at no, all. No, because Maglev trains use existing fucking train lines. Okay, yeah, they use existing train lines, but it's completely different to say they use existing train lines versus virtual reality, which is probably easier as a concept to do what you've basically said there in terms of resourcing, because nothing fucking exists. <laughs> like, no, I think it's I hard to compare. I actually. I actually, I'm not. I don't agree with that metaverse, but I think it it can. It's an idea that's very valid. Hyperloop. I th- I think I've convinced you with the metaverse a little. No, bit. no, I know. I, I think I you mean, were a bit more skeptical at the start of the podcast. But what the what I, I can respect you, even if I don't agree with the metaverse, I can respect that it's a valid opinion to have. So you don't respect the hyperloop at all? No, I don't respect it at all. I think anyone who thinks it's a good idea is just wasting the time and money. Right, well, this I, I will stand <laughs> to be corrected. Well, you can't stand to be corrected because you're not, there's no correct answer as of yet. Well, time will tell. Yeah, exactly. Time will time tell. Time will tell. But time will tell. Good. This, no, this, good. Is good. Good. this is recorded. It's good, it's good that we had different views on it. Um, I think I think my view is more. I, I, I appreciate the maintenance and I appreciate vacuum, creating an almost vacuum environment is not an easy thing to do and I don't think he'll even manage to get it done however he probably will bearing in mind technologies that, that now. the speeds they initially said aren't actually the real speeds they're going to reach even if they're not even if they're not it's still going to be a heck of a lot faster even if even it's if it only hits it's not going to be a heck of a lot faster if it only That's hits 500 instead it's of 600 500. that's too optimistic that that's your opinion, though. No, it's not my opinion. This is that what is other hyperloop because because you're aren't the only you're, ones doing hyperloop. You're talking about a vacuum, so there's not going to be any drag whatsoever, right? Any friction whatsoever, because there's no air, right? Pretty much, right, almost. Right, pretty much. So of course, it's, it's going to be a lot faster than what we currently have by a bigger margin, because what's stopping trains right now is probably just drag as as a main yeah uh, speed limiter. You're getting rid of that. Obviously, we have to get rid of it first, and that'll be the hard thing. But once you get rid of that, and plus, I think I think the thing we're forgetting is it's not going to be rolled out in the UK immediately. It would be rolled out in somewhere like America or or somewhere completely remote, like maybe Saudi Arabia. Probably not Saudi Arabia, but you know what I mean. So it wouldn't be rolled out here first. Right, so and is I've just found this article. Right? Listen. Are you listening? I'm listening. <laughs> it hit a top speed of 288 miles per hour, then it exploded. Yep, yeah, and then it what? exploded. The pod exploded. <laughs> I swear, haven't they had live tests like, recently yeah. with people in it? Uh, I hope not, because I hope it didn't explode. I don't think it did. Live tests... Hyperloop. I swear they had a, like a live. Yeah, first Hyperloop passenger test, November twenty twenty on YouTube. Or oh, was it so all right. So the end first of end of November, end of last year, I think. 
maybe. Yeah. So the first working hyperloop is a straight line. It's not a pod; it's a train, and it reaches no, it's a miles it is, it is no, a no, pod. No, the one that's working, the one that they've got working right now in Las Vegas, which is about how long is it? Okay, so th- so they've made a cr- they've created a track in LA. In Vegas. In the so desert. is that oh in Las Vegas? Okay. So it's basically which is basically like California. Oh, roundabouts. Yeah, go on. Go on I then. think it is. If it's Nevada, but wherever. Is it Nevada? Okay. Yeah. Mate, you are so shit at geography. LA, LA is in California. Yeah. I don't know where Las Vegas is. Yeah, I got it's confused. It's in Nevada next door. Okay, so... I'm just having a look at the video. That's a good point. So the CEO... I'm just watching a video. So he said... Number one, he said it's paving the way. Similar to how trains paved the way and we've sort of touched on that so we don't really need to get on that again right. um but number two he said that is sort of described it like uber so it's like a, a ride hailing system rather than like a classic train time system where it's every 15 minutes so i assume you'd book onto a hyperlink it probably would have like structured times um but i assume there would be like a, it'd be slightly different Wait, um, how would you hail in terms of demand i'm not sure i'm not sure i'm not sure to get inside, you would need to be not in a vacuum. I'm not sure. I'm not sure on that one. But you mean um, but not then, sure? Then, the other, like, the other one is that's what, that's what he just said now in a video that I literally just saw 10 seconds ago. Right, right. come back to me and after then, you've done more research and tell me if you still agree and with then, it. And then, not only can you deliver people, you can also deliver goods and services that sort of thing like a fright you train. mean goods not services you can't deliver goods not services. services you can't deliver service you can deliver goods yeah in in a faster more efficient right way. so it's your 21st century version of it's a train it's not going to be able to transfer but it's faster it's not going to be able to transfer goods I th- yeah that was a weird point I think they'll probably make um different pods that'd be able to transfer because so it's like to widen the they'd have to widen the rails then which is are they gonna have no you wouldn't rails? have to widen the rails it'd just be a longer pod but it's all similar to like a train that delivers goods and stuff right right, right. where they're so, like ridiculously so long for no do reason do you know what a container is yeah yeah sure right. so they're very uniform in the sense that you can move it from a ferry to a to a lorry to a train very easily Mm-hmm. Do you understand, right? So you've got this system of logistics where they're all uniform. You can move crates from one thing to another to another. And now you're asking all these freight companies to rip all that up to adapt to Hyperloop because a crate's not filling, fitting in those tubes. Look, at the, at the end of the day, right? <laughs> what I'm not do you here mean to, it's going to transfer? Goods? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to answer your questions, <laughs> Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not a fucking spokesperson for Hyperloop. You, you're acting like one. If you do your research, I promise you, you'll start agreeing with me. I don't agree with you though. That's the thing. But you will. It's, if you it's not. Did your it's research, not a matter you of research. Done it. No, no, no. Your point is, um, the environment, which um, is a big point. Main, by the way, you know, it's a good. I'm not saying it's a bad point. It's a good point. The environment. Um, what else? What else did you say? about maintenance the environment maintenance. alone should be enough 
and en- energy consumption, I guess, which is sort of similar to the environment. Those are your main points. That's why you're against it. But you're also against it because you think it's pointless. But... No, no, no. Forget about all that. Just the fact that it's ruining As an advancement in technology, no, 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 you no. should praise it for what, for the potential it has rather than learning, shit on it. Are you not learning from history? Which is, we can't go on for the sake of advancement in technology ruining everything that's on the planet. But you, you can't have go to on. start from no, scratch sometimes. No, what do you mean? Elon Musk, did he start from scratch? He built electric cars from nothing and that's going to help the environment. He built reusable lock rockets. He's He's got... I thought you admired him because he's revolutionary. You, re- I you admire him for the, the memes. Oh my god! The, 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 <laughs> I actually funny. rate him because every all the technology he's making has the environment in mind. SpaceX reusable rockets—that's like so big. Re being able to reuse rockets, electric cars, genius. Like actually very useful electric cars that work and are perfectly valid to use as an alternative. Do like you think this is a money grab or do you think it's something they want to do to progress? What, Hyperloop? Yeah. Any sane government will not let it happen in their country. No, I'm just asking, do you think it's a money grab? That how, is it a money, how are they going to profit off Hyperloop? I'm sure they'll profit off it how? long term. No, no, no sane person, bear in mind there are many world leaders who are not sane, will let this happen. Well, it's already happening. I don't know what yeah, you mean, let test, this happen. Commercial use. Commercial Any sane use. government, once they look at the cost and benefits, will realise it's not worth it. It's do, do you agree or disagree? Do I agree it's worth it or not? If it's not needed and we'll live without it. But I think it's a cool concept. I think, think my about. point stands. It's a cool concept to think about. Flying and cars are a cool concept to think about. Would you not want a flying car? I would love to have it, but I understand it's basically not practical to have for everyone. Why is it not practical to have for everyone? Okay, think about the damage drones are currently doing. Speaking of drones, within the future, within the next 30, 40 years, we will have drones literally everywhere. Yeah. You'll li- you literally have a drone that delivers your pizza for you. Yeah, th- I, I think that's very possible. Yeah, you'll have drones that are like CCTV, sort of security drones. <clears throat> so drones are going to be a lot more integrated into our society as we know it already. So do you really think that they're not going to look at something like Hyperloop and think, fucking, why not? Drones aren't going to make you rip anything up that you currently have. They're not going to ruin infrastructure yeah. that already exists, okay? Still, still ruins the environment, on, ruins no, like the aesthetic not. of everything. Sure, it ruins the aesthetic, but it's not going to make you rip up everything that you already have. Arguably, it will be benefiting the environment and putting less people in danger because delivery drivers and taxi drivers, or delivery drivers, let's say they're not the greatest on the road. Like having a drone give it to you in half an hour is just very practical and it's not going to make you ruin up the countryside, is it? Any any final thoughts? On what? Hyperloop. Go on. <laughs> no, I've all said the, my all the metaverse. Uh, look, I think I don't agree with the metaverse, but I think it's a very, very valid. What What do you not agree very with? Very valid it? tech to have, because I think Teams is good enough. You don't need to look <laughs> yeah. at the avatar of someone to speak to them. 
I think a lot of people would disagree that Teams is good enough. But there we are. Teams I think we'll leave it there. Good enough. We'll leave it there. Um, let us know what you think. Take home of this podcast is that Mackie's an idiot and false for propaganda. That was great. I'm just going to edit you out. That was great. We'll leave it there and we'll see you in the next one. <laughs>